What's up, our crypto peeps? This is Crypto Market 360 coming at you once again on a Friday evening, helping to end your week with some amazing technical analysis and a splash of fundamentals to put your mind at ease as you enter the weekend. What's up, Brian? Oh, TGIF. I am ready for the end of this week. It has been insane. That is my, yeah. Especially my day job is energy, and natural gas has been schooling us, and crude's been schooling us, and of course this week, Bitcoin decided to come alive. Yes, it did. This has <laughs> been a crazy week. The market completely crapped the bed. So what's going on, Brian? You didn't tell me this was coming. <laughs> um, I, I I didn't know it was coming, but I also said to to apply protection. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, because I mean, I definitely like that big long, you know, descending triangle that I was following. The the thing is, is when it broke that triangle to the upside, there there's no momentum to really give you that strong validation of an upside. Though it was showing a little signs of bullishness, which is good, and that was a good sign. But then you know, we've always been saying you know be careful with this floor because if it breaks out, it could get ugly pretty quickly. So that's why you got to apply that protect, protection. We're really looking for that that momentum and that trend build, and we really don't have that. Even with this down movement, we still don't have it. So it's still this question mark of what direction this is really going to go on a long term trend, not a not a quick ten percent move. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And here's the thing, Brian. This is what I try to tell a lot of people, even even on Twitter. I, I, I follow a lot of the technical analysis guys, a lot of the thought leaders, and you know. And I actually have a document where I track all the predictions people do. But I give them grace because anybody that can call this market accurately, man, you're doing well. Back in the day, Vinny used to call this thing like it was clockwork, but then. He couldn't anymore. So if anybody can be accurate with their predictions, good for them. Oh, absolutely. I mean, one thing with you know, one thing with TA over the years is you gotta things evolve. So so the indicators that you're using today might not work as well as they are later on. So you gotta evolve with the market, and you have to you know kind of kind of tweak the formulas that you have to kind of go along with what's going on. I know that's uh, not an easy thing to do, and it takes some work. Uh, but you know, if someone's applying a certain thing and it's working for a while, it's not going to work forever. And so they're going to be right for a while, but then they're going to be wrong for a while until they, until they go back to the drawing board per se. Yeah, yeah, that's so, that's for sure. So, so Brian, looking at where we are now, understanding sort of a little bit of what's happened. Can you give us some pointers on what's potentially to come? And, and for folks that's listening, we'll most likely put some things down the bottom of the uh, notes so you'll be able to access them. Oh, absolutely. Um, before I get started on the first chart that, I, that I'm going to show you guys, or you guys can click as you're listening, um, I have to get this off my chest. This is just one thing that's been driving me nuts this week. Uh, anytime you guys are looking at charts, even uh, if you're out on Discord or on t Twitter or any social media, Anyone that's drawing a chart and doesn't have any internals to back it up, like any indicators or algorithms or some type of explanation of what direction they think it's going, it's driving me nuts. I've seen so many charts that people are drawing these triangles and they just think, and, and all they have drawn on there is a triangle and an arrow down, and they're going, the end is, the end is near. And I'm like, okay. Um, can you help explain why the end is near? 
I've seen so many of them. It's it was driving me absolutely insane. So I got that off my chest. I had to get that. Ah, I feel better now. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But, 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 but you know, so, Brian. But you know, let, let me just let me just put this in there. One of the things that I want our listeners to understand is that, and and again, please understand, this is not a knock against anybody. But Brian is a certified financial technical expert. He knows what he's doing. He does this for a day job. A lot of the folks in crypto, I don't really know their background or credentials, but I would be, you know. I don't know. I, I, I don't think that they actually have certification or have been doing technical analysis for decades upon decades, whereas Brian has. So just understand that you're listening from inf- information coming from someone who really does this for for a living. Yeah, and, and all I'm saying is just, just give some validation or some backup of what you're drawing because um, anybody can draw lines, but give some validation on what those lines mean. That's all I'm asking. And I'm not, and I'm not trying to put anybody down. I just, I'm just... Get, given some information out there if you're looking at a chart and it's just a drawing um unless you follow that person for a long time and you know their track record uh and you trust them um then go with it otherwise you need some you need some explanation uh that's a, and, and really that's all i'm kind of that's all i'm trying to put out there is is just be be a uh i don't know what word you're looking at just just be ready before you know when you look at a chart just make sure that it has some meat to it that's all that's really really all i'm saying so given that um let's go on to my first chart <laughs> um the first one i'm looking at and, and i put this out the other day um i was really trying to focus on the long-term trend of 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 uh, bitcoin itself so what i did was i pulled up a weekly chart and i drew the the longer term trends on there and and really back at the end of 2015 uh, going into 2016, uh, we, we, we were in this bearish market and it turned to bullish, you know, late 2015. Now, one thing that, that was on the internal, when I say the internals, I'm talking about the momentum indicators or oversold indicators or any type of indicator that you're using, it's to help validate the move that's being shown on the price chart itself. We broke that trend line to the upside, which turned the market bullish because if you look at some of the momentum indicators, and the one I show on the chart is an ADX, which is uh, the average structural index, which actually measures the strength of the trend. And at that point of break, the momentum was getting stronger for the bulls. So that says, okay, this line's gonna break from bearish to bullish. We went for what, two years, six to going all the way through 2016 into 2017, had that nice parabolic move. But right, right at the beginning of 2017, it was a test of the trend line. It, the, the, the trend line, the bullish trend line got hit probably fourth or this is probably the fifth time that it was being tested. And, the, and if you look to the indicator again, you'll notice that there's two other lines that are plotted behind it. And the green positive directional index is, is telling you that the bulls are in control. And, when the re- and, and that was the one that was elevated at the time. So as the, as the trend line was being tested, the strength for the bulls was still really strong. So of course, that you got some validation that some buying interest should come in and pop this market. It doesn't say that it's gonna go parabolic, but it's gonna at least keep the bullish trend moving. Next, we went into 2018, into the, into the, uh, into the break of the bullish trend into, into what some people would say bearish. It did move into a bearish, but it's more of a neutral. And this is where we've been in this long, I guess you could call it wedge pattern, where we've been in this sideways market since the beginning of 18, all the way the rest of this year. And now we broke down this week, 10%, 
we're back down and we're touching the bottom of that wedge, which is roughly around 5,400, I think, somewhere right around there. But this time is different, and, th and this is what I'm showing, because everybody's drawing this, this triangle or wedge or anything out there. But they're, just they're just drawing the picture, and they're saying, we're going, we're going to the floor. We're, we're going. And, we, and we very well could, but I don't know if it's just because it, the pattern says it's a, it's a triangle and it's going down. I actually think it's a wedge, and the, the support on that bottom line where there should be buying interest should hold because when you go to the internals and you look at the ADX itself, it's the ADX is still dropping, which means a weak trend. So it's actually getting weaker as the price is going down. Uh, even though the bears might be in slight control because that's the that you know that bearish to sideways movement we've seen in the market. But now we're at this point where there should be buying interest. Should we go to the moon? Uh, probably not. But there's a lot of support. One is the is that long-term trend line I'm talking about, which is being tested again for the sixth time after we've had this parabolic move and then sideways into this year, but there's no momentum. So unless there's momentum for the bulls, then I would be like, okay, we're going to break to the downside and, we, or, and we're going to break really strong. Can it still do that? Of course. There could be some news item that come out that, that will spur this on and take this indicator to straight bearish. But right now... The, the internals are not showing a lot of strength for the bears. So that gives me a little bit, and that's why I titled it Opium, because I think there's still a little bit of hope that this long-term trend line that started way back in 2015 could still be intact for the bulls. Hmm. That, that was my first chart. Yeah. Well, you know, a couple things on that chart, and for the probably listener out there that is like, what the heck are they talking about? You're talking about these momentum indicators. Can you just sort of give us layman terms, really simple terms that explains what that black line, the green, and the red, I think it's ADX, the red one is DI, but I don't know what the green is. Yeah, yeah. The the black line is the actual average directional index line itself. When that line, I mean, just in layman's terms, if that line is increasing or, you know, just going up in general, yeah, and, and whatever time frame you're looking at, this is a weekly. So when you look on a week-over-week -week basis, if this moves up on a week-over-week, -week, the trend strength is increasing. It's building strength. So and in it, other words, if it's a bearish market, the negative directional index, that's what the DI is, whatever one is elevated is the one that should be looked at as the trend in the near term. And right now it's just barely going bearish. Um, so, so the the green positive directional index, which is the other line, is is when the bulls are in control. Right now, it's kind of tied up. It's kind of like kind of knotted up together. So it's really kind of hard to tell. Um, so that's why we've been in this. You know, the red negative directional index has been elevated just slightly a little bit. That's why we've had this sideways to lower because it has the bears in control, but very little momentum. So you don't you're not dropping out of bed. You're, you're, you have this slight move to the downside. And that's what these in, that's what those lines mean is, so what we're looking for is the ADX line, which is the black line, to start increasing. And whatever trend starts to build, that gives you a, a little bit of an internal look of who's coming to market. Is the buyers coming in stronger or are the sellers coming in stronger? Right now, nobody's really coming in stronger. The market dropped, but not on a lot of volume. So there's yeah. still not much momentum in the market. 
Gotcha. And is the ADX, is that a lagging or a leading indicator? Like, will that move before the market or will that move after? No, it, it, it's it's a lagging indicator. Okay. This is this is something that I don't use to trade off of. Mm-hmm. I use it as a as a validator. Okay. Um, it's, it's not something that, it's a lag. So the market's already going to be gone before um, you could trade off of it. So this is definitely not a trading item. Uh, it's a validating item for me. Um, so what I do is I, I like to look back at history to see what was going on at the times where trends could break uh, to give us a look of what happened in the past of what's happening with momentum and just do those lines hold based on, on the analysis that's been going on. And that's why I highlight in the red circles, if you're looking at the chart, is at each time the trend line was being tested, you could tell when the bulls were taking over and the ADX was increasing or, or the directional index lines aren't crossing uh, to where whoever had control of the trend at that time remains in control. And, and, and that's, that's why I like looking at it as the heartbeat of the market, because when you look back, it's like an EKG of a heartbeat. And as the heart's beaten, if something's a little off from what we've seen in the past, then that's a little red flag. Okay, something's up. We need to dive in a little deeper. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool. Then, uh, and then, and, and then another chart that I got a lot of feedback from is uh, the RSI indicator, uh, and this is along with Bitcoin too. And uh, it's a I can't remember if it was a daily or I think it was a daily chart, and. Uh, everyone was looking at this RSI and I was like, you know what? I'm looking at it too. So I was like, okay, this is interesting. The RSI is an overbought, uh, overbought, oversold indicator. And right now the RSI is extremely oversold. It's the lowest it's been, I think, since Bitcoin started, at least on the charts I can see. So you got this really oversold market. So, and I was looking at all the other times it went into oversold and I'd say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, out of eight times over the last couple of years, when the RSI dipped down into this oversold condition and came up out of it, the market rallied, uh, except except for one time, so seven out of eight times. And the, and the other time kind of fixed itself within a few days. So it wasn't really that off. And if you were trading off of it, you wouldn't have lost very much because it was a little sideways movement. So almost 100% of the time, when you get out of this, it, it's been rallying pretty well. So as a conservative trader, what I would look at on this RSI is, yes, we're in oversold conditions, but I would want to see a movement of the RSI back above the 35 mark that I have on the chart, which is the green line there. Mm-hmm. I, want to see the, I want to see the RSI back above that line before I'm a buyer. Now, it's not gonna, you're not going to be able to hit the bottom, but I, I'm a trend trader. So I like to be in the trend at where there's strength being built. And I would probably use the ADX as a, as a validator along with this. So if this RSI gets back up to 35 and goes higher, and the ADX is, is increasing for some bullish trend, which would be nice, um, I would actually do my buy on that of getting up out of the oversold condition to where it's coming back into getting a little bit of buying interest. It's a conservative way of doing things. So you might not hit the bottom, you might be buying at 6,200, maybe even 6,300, but you, you know you might lose that. You might lose that eight or 900 bucks on the bottom. But if you are breaking into a new trend, buying it at 6,300, going to 8,000 or 9,000 if it breaks out, uh, is a little bit more conservative approach. Or you could buy it now and make sure you make have some stops in there, in case this thing stays in oversold conditions for a long time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. 
So that was that was that one, and, and I got a lot of feedback on the RSI. There must be a lot of people out there that like that indicator. So, uh, I mean, lots and lots of feedback on it, it was crazy. <laughs> um, and then lastly, um, a lot of people have been talking um, Stellar, and um, I, I mean, I, I I own a little bit of Stellar, so I'm going to throw that out there as a little disclosure, so so people aren't thinking I'm making this chart to look bullish uh, just because I own it, because I'm not trying to shill it by any means. Uh, but the uh, I don't need to shill it to be honest with you. It'll it'll do it'll uh, do it on its own. Um, the the one chart that I really liked was the Stellar against Bitcoin. Um, it's not so much the Stellar against the dollar, but this st- the Stellar against Bitcoin uh, looks really strong for me. Uh, the way the way I do charting, and uh, and on the chart that I have is there there was a breakout to the upside. Uh, it got up to a high. It dropped back down to a 61.8% level of support. There was buying interest right there, and then, and this is all happening when Bitcoin was dropping the 10%. It actually rallied back up, almost to the back to the previous high, uh, off of that 61.8% support. At and, and and when it did bounce off of that support, back to the ADX again. The ADX is really high, so your your trend momentum is strong, and the green positive directional index is showing no signs of stopping. So the bulls are in control of this upside trend. So I, I really like this movement to be, if any time the market drops on here, it's gonna be more of a uh, the sentiment of buying on dips. So anytime this market dips right now, I wanna be a buyer because I think this is gonna break out to the upside to where it could go back and test the, I know I don't have it on this chart, but um, if you look back at um, you know May of this year, when, when, it, hit a, when it hit a high, it should get it should go back up to around that and against bitcoin it's a real long number so you know zero 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 four nine seven six bitcoin to to stellar uh but it's that previous high or in other words i don't have it on here i was going to look at a percentage percentage terms but um we should break out to a to a high above the one that just happened a couple days ago um to where it would go up even higher to the previous high uh back in may so i really like stellar the way this thing's setting up, because the way it acted on the way the market dropped, this one held its own and said, you know what, I'm not going anywhere, but up right now, right now, excuse me. Yeah, no, Stellar is one of those uh, assets that I've been looking at for a very long time, and I've been telling a lot of people about it, and I still think that there's a lot of potential. There was a great YouTube video where the gentleman was giving the background on Jed McCaleb, who created this. Jed actually created Magic, the trading gathering card, Mount Gox <laughs> Exchange. And yep. then he left from that, created Ripple, and then from there he created Stellar. So you're looking at someone who has a very in-depth knowledge of, of this whole industry, and he's he's doing a great job with it. So I've always recommended people to keep their eye on Stella at a minimum. Yep, and I think a lot of people are because you're seeing some buying support on dips. That's so people awesome. are liking it. Yeah, and, and, and Stellar's you know, just like Ripple, and I know people like the dog on Ripple and Stellar, but they're making deals. They're doing legitimate deals out there. People got to stay tuned. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Well, speak- I, 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 love the, I love the decentralization that Stellar tries to bring to the market. I like it. Yeah. Well, I tell you, to switch over to a little bit of fundamentals, you know, because you showed the first chart, and I think that that's significant, and people should pay attention, and the question we should be asking ourselves is, what's going to make us drop further down, or what could pop us up? And on the popping us upside, again, and it just came to me again today, I was looking at a few things on Twitter, and it just, man, I just tell you, it hit me like a brick. 
in addition with this article that I'll sort of cover from a backers journal, but people are not paying attention to the back platform, the B-A-K-K-T platform. And I think that that's going to be a real significant game changer. I don't know how much you've looked at it, Brian, but it's it's big. No, I, I think it's absolutely huge because, I mean, first of all, you know, it's, what is ICE? I mean, ICE is the is the exchange, the, the clearinghouse that does all of this work. And, you know, me being in the energy industry, ICE handles a lot of our, you know, stuff. That's where you go for the exchange. So when they come into, the, I mean, they're large and they're huge, they're global. For them to come into the market and then bring on this, this platform that's going to be this newly created digital asset platform um, for Bitcoin and I'm sure other cryptocurrencies in the future, it's I, I think it's so it's not so much more of like people being able to use Bitcoin more. I think it's a lot, uh, especially a lot more for corporations. I think it was what Microsoft and Starbucks. I think are the two that were main customers um, yep. that were going to use this platform. So we could buy Starbucks with Bitcoin or some other kind of cryptocurrency, and they can switch it quickly to to whatever currency they need to flip it to. I think that's absolutely huge. Yeah, and you know, that's the piece that still we're not 100% clear as to what's going to happen. But, you know, as I mentioned, Abacus Journal, which is a new publication that I've recently come across, they put out some really compelling content. And one of the articles that they had that came out actually yesterday, it was called um, uh, Buzz Getting Louder, Nothing Else Comes Close to What Back Means for Bitcoin. And apparently they talked to some um, anonymous uh, or significant, as they call them, uh, or substantial crypto hedge fund manager. And a couple things that he was saying was really compelling. One of the things he said is that this is ultimately the solution that the biggest players within banking want and need. And this moves further the narrative of Bitcoin being a store of value or digital gold. And I just don't think people are understanding the impact of that. I think they should. Yeah, I, I think it's awesome. I mean, uh, they were talking about a one-day physically settled Bitcoin futures contract. Yep. And, and with it being physically settled, that's a big deal. Big. Because on top of that, then you have Bitcoin warehousing. You yep. actually be able to store the Bitcoin, too. Yep. So the, those two things for individuals and for corporations, I think, is... Like you said, it's it's not being talked about as as big as it actually is going to be. I think exactly. it's going to be a lot bigger, a lot bigger than people think it's going to be. Right, and people. One one thing I want people to understand too is that Kelly Loeffler, who is going to be the CEO of Back, she made a statement and she said, "We, meaning ICE, is going to do to cryptocurrencies what we did to the energy sector with the regular exchanges. They're going to create liquidity. They're going to make this market." massive so again what does it really mean well this and, and this is supposed to happen on December 12th we're a couple weeks away from that well now we, I say we're probably three weeks away from that but if that happens on December 12th that might be the turning point for this market and the charts and technicals this thing might take off again not sure not certain maybe yeah no I'm, I'm with it I'm, I'm gonna look to the indicators to let me know if the news matters uh, because that'll tell me that there's more buyers coming into the market. Um, but, I mean, that's one thing I look at. But, I, I, I mean, I would definitely think it should be something that, that, that should bring the market a little bit of excitement. Uh, well, I mean, we'll, we'll surely see. But, you know, back to back to that chart, when I, uh, the, the Bitcoin chart, the first one I was talking about, 
you know, I do like buying here, but then again, if you look on the chart, I have a stop order in at 50.9810. So I have to put that in there because there's really not a lot of indication of what way this market can go. Um, so anyone that's out there right now that's just putting up a chart with no validation behind it and saying it's going straight down, I don't know where they're getting their information from because I don't see a lot of uh, strong indication of one way or the other. So that's why I'm still going to protect myself to the downside in case this thing does fall out of bed. But for right now, I still think it can hold up and hopefully hold up into the couple weeks from now when we start to hear uh, the back news. Awesome, awesome. There you go. And so again, folks that are traders, you want to stay tuned in to Brian. He can help you. If you're an investor, just buy and hold. You'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Buy and hold, or if it drops further, buy some more. If That's it drops right. even further, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> That's the truck backing up. <laughs> so if, if, if they do want to find you, Brian, and all this amazing information, where can they find you in this information? Um, you know, really contact me on Twitter. I, I'm out there the most. Um, I'm at I'm at Fiboswani, F-I-B-O-S-W-A-N-N-Y. Um, I like Fibonacci, and my last name is Swan, so Swanee has been my nickname all in my entire life. Uh, so Fiboswani is where I'm at on Twitter. And then uh, out on the Discord, go to uh, our Crypto Market 360 uh, you know, our Discord channel, and I'm, I'm posting my charts out there. I'm always out there, so if you have a question, just, uh, you know, seek me out there. Awesome, and if you guys are looking to stay up on the news and everything, definitely want to follow Crypto Market 360 on Twitter. And hey, go sign up for that CM360 brief. You can do that on our website at CryptoMarket360.com. Top right, click subscribe. Put in your email address. Check that verification email, which will go up in your spam or in your inbox. And then you'll be in. You'll get a daily brief every day. No cost to you. All right, Brian, nice. I think we're done. As your famous saying goes... Close the laptops, open the bottles. Hey, and guess what? When you open those bottles, I know somebody else that thinks the same way. Uh, Gabor Gerbax, he's from, uh, I think it's Van Eck. He posted a photo of a beer. He said after this week, he definitely needs one of those. I told him, I hear you never, brother. So do I. <laughs> awesome. Good. All right, well, everybody, hey, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. And we're going to let you get your weekend off to a great start and have a good weekend. Later on.